I'm joined now by, by our RNZ business reporter, Anand Zaki. Anand, one of our big, big property firms isn't worried about its new credit outlook. Kia ora to you, Perlina. No, they're not. Uh, the big property investor, Kiwi Property, believes the downward revision of its credit outlook will be short-lived. S&P Global Ratings has changed the outlook for the company to negative, but has maintained its triple B rating. The ratings agency sees Kiwi Properties' divestment of non-core assets has reduced the size and diversity of its portfolio, which will likely cut rental income. The company's outgoing chair, Mark Ford, has told its annual meeting that S&P putting the company's rating on watch is not surprising. We believe it's a temporary issue. Uh, they, have, un, Based on the numbers that they've done, they believe, and they're right, that for the next year or two, we will be under the, one of the particular measurements that they use to determine the rating. Uh, they don't automatically change the rating because of that. They put us on watch, but both on their calculations and ours, by 2025, we'll be off watch and maintain our current rating. Mark Ford says the company's rental portfolio is diverse and not overly reliant on any one of its 10 biggest tenants. The Financial Markets Authority expects third-party agents selling financial products and services to have the same customer-oriented standards as the companies they're acting for. The regulator has issued guidelines for the sector ahead of new laws coming into force in 2025 and will apply to groups such as insurance or mortgage brokers or car dealers selling vehicle finance or insurance. FMA Regulatory Executive Director Claire Bollingford says whether consumers buy direct from a financial group such as a bank or through an agent, the standard of treatment needs to be front and centre. What we want to do is make sure that um, there's a shared responsibility there uh, to ensure fair treatment throughout the life cycle of a product that a customer buys. Uh, And effectively, if something goes wrong, uh, the different parties aren't pointing the finger at each other and saying, oh, this is your fault, I'm not going to do anything about it. They need to make sure that actually they work together to fix the issue. Third-party agents giving financial advice will need to be licensed as are advisors in investment and wealth management firms. Finance Minister Grant Robertson is relaxed if external members of the Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee want to speak publicly on its workings and interest rate decisions. The government has tweaked the rules the committee must operate under. The changes are minor and don't alter the primary goals of controlling inflation and supporting employment. Among the changes are what's called clarity on committee members speaking publicly on monetary policy. One criticism of the committee has been that its external members have barely spoken about interest rate policy, leading some to suggest they are effectively gagged by the rules. But Grant Robertson doesn't have an issue with public appearances. I don't have any difficulty with the external members of the Monetary Policy Committee um, being public in what they do. That's certainly the experience in the United Kingdom where they have a similar model. Uh, You know, we appoint the people there because they've got knowledge and skills that are important, and from time to time they will say things in the public arena. And so from my perspective, I'm at ease with that. Um, Each Monetary Policy Committee member will have their own views and will take their own decisions about whether or not they do speak uh, publicly. That's the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson. 
Business owners' main worries have switched from rising prices to boosting their revenue. Kiwi Bank economists say clients of their bank don't feel as if there's a recession, but weaker growth is now weighing on their minds. Last year, the concerns were about coping with rising costs and lack of workers. Chief economist Jared Kerr says it's now all about trading conditions, with high stock levels pointing to sluggish demand. Last year, businesses were putting out fires. They, there was a rapid rise in their costs. Uh, wages were lifting as well. They were finding it hard uh, to get the right workers. Now the conversation shifted. Businesses are more worried about demand uh, from from their customers than they are you know, their, their, their own costs or, or internal issues. And Jared Kerr is predicting 18 to 24 months of very weak economic activity before an upswing. He sees businesses are facing higher interest rates for longer, softening demand and high inflation. Well, time now for an update from the financial markets and we're joined by Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora to you, Andrew. Kia ora, Anand. Uh, look, it was a positive session on Wall Street overnight, wasn't it? Uh, has that positivity flowed through to New Zealand? Yeah, look, marginally, it's it's fairly subdued. The NZX 50 is only up 28 points, or about quarter of a percent at present. Yeah, uh, it's been the theme recently, hasn't it? Uh, who are the major movers? Yeah, yeah it's still feeling quite midwinterish. Uh, Auckland Airport's down four at eight dollars thirty-four. Chorus up half a cent to $8.41. Contacts up five cents at $7.89. EBOS unchanged at $35.95. Fletcher Building up three cents at $5.19. Fisher and Pipecourt went ex dividend a couple of days ago. It's trading at $23.78. Infratil's trading at $9.73. Main Freight down one at $71.09. Mercury off three, $6.33. Meridian Energy up seven cents. At five dollars forty-seven, Porter Tauranga is up two at six twenty. Ryman up four cents at six fifty-two. Somerset's up one at nine forty-five, and Spark off half a cent at five dollars nine. And how's it looking in Australia? No uh, midwinter blues there. No, they're looking a bit more upbeat than us. They are up forty-five points, or about point six four of one percent. ASX 200 at 7,163. Look, ANZ banks up half a percent at 23.23. BHP's only up six cents at 45.17. Commonwealth Bank of Australia is up 65 cents at 99.08. CSL CSL is down almost a dollar at 278.10. National Bank of Australia off up 29 cents at 26.03. Rio Tinto up seven cents at one hundred and fourteen dollars seventy-two. Telstra up half a cent at four dollars twenty-nine and a half. And Westpac Bank is up fifteen at twenty-one sixteen. And zero, it's having a good day up one and a half percent at one hundred and fourteen dollars seventy-four. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. And Andrew, can we also have the interest rates, oil and gold as well? Yeah, look, the Kiwi is weaker against the US. We're buying 0.6154. Against Australia, we're 92.15. Against Sterling, we're 48.27. Against the Euro, 56.14. And against the Yen, 88.49. Looking at interest rates, 90-day bank bills unchanged at 5.695%. 10-year interest rate swaps are at 4.48%. 
Brent crude is trading at US dollars $72.66 a barrel. Gold's fractionally stronger, trading at US dollars 1916 US dollars an ounce. Thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. We'll be back with a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Perlina, that's business. Kia ora. Kia ora, Anand.